0: and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we provide the internet with the life hacks that they demand. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff.
1: I'm Louisa Oh,
0: That was a really clean intro. Good job, Matt.
1: (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I hit
0: demand
2: really hard because you challenge me on
0: it every week, Jeff, (laughs) so I really wanted to rub it in your face.
2: Uh, I I appreciate that because it means that I'm having an impact and uh, manipulating you successfully.
0: (laughs) Oh no, I've been
2: mentalisted. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, I did the secret on you. Mm. Uh, what can you what... do the
1: secret on another person? Is that yeah,
2: possible? I mean, what Is I it... did, what I did a year ago was I said to into the universe, I wish I could do the secret on another person, <laughs> and mm. because I put that energy into the world, I am now able to do the secret on other people.
0: Okay, I think that that's
2: just the game. Once you start doing the secret on other people, it's the game. (laughs) Oh no! Is it? Am I? Am I leaning in? Uh, Yes, and you're wearing a big peacock hat. I'm peacocking.
0: (laughs) Oh no! Uh, I do like the idea of peacocking so much that your hat is literally shaped like a peacock. Yeah,
1: it becomes good.
2: it becomes a peacock's plumage. Yep.
1: Is there a point with peacocking where you stop becoming this uh, cool person that women want, and you cross the line into party animal, and then everyone's just like, "Hey, there's that guy," but you're not getting any dates.
2: <laughs> no, you. Uh, that's that's my life. Instead, <laughs> you're. It's not. It's not that you intentionally peacock. It's that your favorite thing to wear is a button-up Hawaiian shirt. <laughs>
0: yeah. The, you started your question, Louisa, by saying, "Is there a part in peacocking where you stop being a cool person that women?
2: want? Oh, yeah, the beginning yeah, it of was.
1: it. I thought, okay, yeah, that I part. That yes. the were implied there.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you, um, you stop becoming a cool person immediately. You stop feeling like you're cool when you stop peacocking and start getting real.
3: Mm.
0: And these are their okay. stories. This is Jeff's pitch for a new <laughs> TV
2: reality show, which <laughs> I would watch. Yep." uh just like <laughs> pickup artists who gave up <laughs>
0: yeah or like i was thinking like it's like the all the all the guys who are there are there thinking they're doing a pickup artist style reality show but then when they come in they just have to sit and have a conversation with like a person who wrote, writes books about feminist
1: empowerment or whatever <laughs> We've like already pitched what- this idea that we'd do a secret boot camp for pickup artists. Oh, <laughs> we'd, yes. Where we'd make okay. them act like people, and they yes. weren't allowed to leave.
0: <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Beauty I and think- the Beast? Mm, that, there's no pun there. That's just <sighs> a description i you said it like beauty was somehow a pun but yeah I
2: no i thought i could come up with after starting the phrase a pun that uh <laughs> turned beast into something about pickup artists but mm-hmm. i couldn't
1: mm-hmm. yeah i've done that you start the train before you finish building that bridge
2: <laughs> yep exactly and then you drive the train right into the ravine mm-hmm.
1: whoops better luck next time
2: yep ravines are the only type of water that runs under a train bridge right probably yes yeah.
1: They don't put train bridges over fjords or anything, do they? Probably not.
2: That God, I hope not. No, yeah. f- fjords have no man-made structures nearby. <laughs> they're beautiful and untouched, otherwise they're not really a fjord. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the act of building a railway bridge over it makes it into a ravine, regardless of what it was before. Oh, Ooh, what about, I guess a crevasse is just a waterless ravine, huh?
0: No, that's like a tie that you have that's puffy at the top, so that <laughs> makes you look
2: like a fancy gentleman. <laughs> no, no, that's an ascot.
0: Oh, I thought an ascot was a a person who Uh, works at uh Disney World with their butt hanging out of the back of their Mickey Mouse costume. No, that's a (laughs) crabot.
1: I like that Matt immediately started uh, setting off the train before finishing building the bridge. I I got there, though. I fucking figured it out. You did. Yeah, you did. (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: I thought a ravine didn't have to have water in it.
0: Yeah, that's probably...
2: Um, No, it it sounds too much like river to not have to have water in it. But it sounds like the past tense of river, like a dried up river. (laughs) Like it used to be a river. Yeah,
0: now it's a ravine. Mm.
2: Oh, no, a ravine is a landform. It's narrower than a canyon, but uh, larger than a gully. (laughs) Mm.
1: God, I hate this. (laughs) It's
2: bigger than a bread box, but smaller than a chasm.
0: (laughs) Mm. So the sequel to Fern Gully would be Fern Ravine? <sighs> yeah. I like this. Accurate. I feel like this is, this is an area of Tim Curry's body of work we haven't touched on yet, so I just wanted to bring it up.
2: Mm. Uh, so what, please, is, what does fluvial try. mean? Uh, related oh. to Waters? the flow
0: of water. Yeah. Okay,
2: so these are fluvial slope landforms, so they have to be created by flowing water, which I think is why... Mm but
1: um, you think about like old west movies and stuff ravines are always just filled with lizards and tumbleweeds like they yeah. had water but not anymore
2: yeah they they don't have to have uh active flowing water to be considered ravines mm, thank god they do have to have train bridges going over them though
0: <laughs> of course yeah that's part <laughs> otherwise, of otherwise how would you know
2: uh-huh <laughs> dumb <laughs> matt matt what did you do this week <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you. I, I always am the first one to ask, and I felt like this week I'm not doing it. No matter how long these assholes stay silent, I'm gonna wait them out. Correct. Okay. Um, I this week I started playing the game that everyone is talking about, the hot new game of the fall. I'm talking, of course. Are about... you aware? No. Oh.
2: Deathloop. Oh, man, I thought you were going to make a joke about a game that isn't the hot new game of the fall, but that is actually the hot new game of the fall. It is.
0: It's the hot new game of the fall. I I didn't think that I would like it, if I'm being completely honest, but I love to be part of the conversation. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, I want to play this game just to know whatever it was talking about. And it's pretty good, you guys. Didn't you enjoy Dishonored? I enjoyed the first one. I felt like the second one kind of... Got like bogged down in weird, un unintelligible plot stuff too mm. much. Um, this game doesn't have that as much, which is good. Um, yeah, it, it's interesting. I mean, the other thing about Dishonored is that it's it's a assassin game. Where you're sneaking stealthily around to kill people, but you don't have guns because it's kind of medieval timesy. Mm. So you have got like you a crossbow.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> you got you, you got to fight for the honor of the queen. Actually, you kind of do do that. In that game. Yeah, uh, <laughs> anyway. you, you well, you also enjoyed Prey, right? The new one. Yeah,
0: Prey. That Prey was them is, too. Yes, that that, and I feel like this new game, Deathloop, falls into a. Uh, happy ravine. sweet spot between the two. Yeah, happy ravine between the two nice. uh uh properties because it does have some plot stuff, but most of that is like discovered instead of uh just like exposed to you in dialogue. Uh so as so, okay. For anyone who doesn't know, Deathloop is a game where you play a gentleman who uh wakes up at the very beginning of the game to being stabbed to death by someone. Uh, The worst way to wake up. Yep. And then you die and then you wake up again on a beach um, and you play through the game. I'm not going to give any spoilers for uh, here's what I'll say. I'm about to spoil something that happens in the first five minutes of this game, and if you don't want to know, if you want to go in completely clean, just skip ahead.
2: Yeah, I really want to play this at some point, uh, and I just discovered that it will run on my little handheld computer, so I'm, like, oh, nice. wait, waiting for the first Steam sale. Yeah. Um.
0: So, the the so the premise of the game... So, it's one of those time loop games, obviously, the name is Deathloop, Uh. There's a lot of games now where it's like, oh, you're playing the same day over and over again, or whatever. Very Majora's Masky.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um The thing that is interesting about it, premise-wise, is the, the... and I haven't finished the game, so I don't know what the, the ultimate reveal is going to be, but the plot seems to be a bunch of people move to this island where they discovered how to make it so that time will loop over and over again the same day for eternity so they can live forever. Mm-hmm. But there was a mistake made and no one can remember that this is happening so every day they think okay today's the first day of this loop so everyone is living the same day over and over again except for one person the 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 woman who is stabbing you to death at the beginning of the game she can remember all the loops no one else can but she has stabbed your character to death enough times I guess that he can start to remember
1: <laughs> mm. That's so where the now... memories are stored, in the stab wounds. <laughs> yeah.
0: <clears throat> so I don't know exactly why he's starting to remember, but the I, the premise of the game is basically, now that you have woken up, it's just the two of you on this island full of people who are like, yeah, let's, you know, do heroin until we die, because it doesn't matter, because we're coming back tomorrow anyway. Um, so you're kind of, like, wading through this hedonistic nihilist wasteland, uh, but only two people can remember that this has happened before and will happen again. So, uh, it it becomes this interesting strategy game, where instead of just being like, well, you know, I need to hunt down and kill these eight people, instead it becomes, I need to watch how this person lives their life today, (laughs) because they'll do the same thing tomorrow because they don't know that they're looping, but I do, And then, tomorrow, they'll do all the same things, and I can just be at the spot where they're going to be at this time. That rules. Pretty good.
2: Like, if 50 first dates had a lot of murder in it.
0: Yeah. So, each day has four time periods that you can interact with. There's morning, afternoon, evening, and night. Um, And you have to kill eight people to break the loop. And what's interesting is... Each, each of these eight people is only in one location at one time, so it's impossible to kill all eight of them yourself in a single day. <laughs> uh-huh. So instead, you have to do stuff like, in addition to finding and killing this guy, I also need to sabotage this machine that this other guy is going to use later while I'm killing this other girl. So, like... You have to set up, like, a weird Rube Goldberg machine to kill some of the people while you're busy killing other people, and it fucking rules.
1: It's just like Hitman, Mm -hmm. which I also haven't played, but I know that's sort of an idea in that, too.
0: Yes. I think that there is some inspiration from Hitman here, but where Hitman is much more about, like, you, you set up your world in such a way as to kill your target and then get out safely. Uh-huh. This game is like, it's like you're living inside a clock and you have to build all of the pieces of the clock to work together to get you where you need to be at any given moment.
1: Mm,
0: okay. Um, so yeah, it, the, like one of the things that I'm working on now is I need to figure out uh, a way in which somebody is making a fireworks display so that I can get in and sabotage the fireworks... But if I go to the person's house at a certain time of day, it's been exploded for some reason. So I need to loop back and get there earlier in the day and watch what they did to blow themselves up, which will blow me up as well. But then I'll come back the next day and somehow stop them from killing themselves so that I can see what they're doing long enough to figure out their password to their (laughs) storage place where I can go later and sabotage the fireworks so that it'll kill the guy that's going to set off the fireworks show.
2: Um, I kind of like this, this trend, uh, in games that I guess, yeah, I guess if I, if I'm thinking about it, the first game that sort of narratively acknowledged the, the time loop nature inherent to most video games, uh, was probably Majora's Mask. There might've been something earlier, but that's like the big one that comes to mind.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, I, I really like that games are doing that now. They're just like, you know what? If you you die and retry it anyway, why don't we make that part of the story?
0: Yeah, yeah, I find it interesting that other than Majora's Mask, I feel like movies got there before video games did. Like, there was there was that live-die-repeat movie. Oh yeah, there Groundhog
2: were- Day is a whole genre now.
0: Right, and I feel like the those were inspired by the way video games work Mm -hmm. to some extent Mm -hmm. um but it took a while for video games to realize that they could do that too i think part of it is that vibe can come off as very sort of meta and self-referential in a way that's tiresome um if you're like haha like everything you do is meaningless in video games so we're gonna hang a hat on it like yeah that's Fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really want to be challenged in this way while I'm playing a game. Mm. Um, instead, this game is much more about like, uh, sort of emerging relationships with people because you're trying to figure out what your role is in this island while you're here in the first place and stuff like that. And then also, it, it's about sort of the philosophy of why uh, people being beholden to death and time uh, keeps them from being their worst selves kind of thing, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm. <clears throat> so, for instance, you often stumble across people who are just, like, you know, peons or whatever, the, like, the the, the cannon fodder of the game, uh, just standing around, like, shooting bottles off of each other's heads or whatever, because <laughs> they all think they can't die. So mm-hmm. they're fine to just sort of be as dangerous as possible, but in the... The upshot of that is that they've completely ruined their entire lives and island and everything.
2: Mm, so it's mm, like it a uh, time loop version, time loop version of Bioshock.
0: Yes, it's extremely Bioshock. I would say gameplay wise, it's it's the the closest touchstone is probably Bioshock.
2: Oh wow, okay.
0: So if you liked Bioshock but wished that it was a little bit more lighthearted, and also a little bit more strategic, then you will really enjoy Deathloop. That is my recommendation.
2: I I mean, I really enjoyed Bioshock Infinite because it was both of those things as compared to the first Bioshock, even though I know people despised the story of it.
0: I I played Bioshock Infinite again recently, and I found, I mean, I'm not going to apologize for the questionable treatment of uh, racial minorities in that game, but... I found the story of it to be better than I thought than I remembered and better than a lot of people I think give it credit for.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh I think that all I, I think that all of the things that it does uh quote unquote wrong are intentional choices because the uh designer behind that and the first one was like, Oh, you want me to make a Bioshock sequel? Okay. It's gonna have all the Bioshock things in it get it assholes this is what you wanted right you (laughs) wanted to have big giant robots and magic powers well there's no narrative reason for it to have those but i'm putting them in there and and like all of that stuff felt as if he was doing that because like as if he was rebelling against the publisher
0: (laughs) yes Mm, yeah and and I don't even think that I mind that part of it. Like, I kind of enjoy how much of it is obviously shoehorned in. Yeah. (laughs) It's almost like I'm sharing a joke with the guy who made this game. Um, But ultimately, I think that that both of the Bioshock games are extremely good, but didn't age super well. Mm. And so if you currently today listening to this discussion are thinking, I actually think I'd really like to play a Bioshock game again, play Deathloop. That that is the game you want to play
3: right
1: Mm.
0: now yeah i I want to play it yeah i really didn't think i'd like it because generally first person shooters where you just like shoot a ton of people in the head is not my favorite genre um but the fact that it's predicated on these people are immortal anyway so it doesn't matter makes me feel a little better about it Mm -hmm. um and it and it's very much aware of the fact that like this shouldn't this shouldn't be a fantasy of yours if you're playing this game and your fantasy is to shoot a hundred people in the head. You're a bad person, and I think that this game is aware of that
2: <laughs> um Matt, have you played Outer Wilds yet? not the fake fallout one the other one
0: I tried to play it when it was on Xbox game Pass, and playing it on an Xbox was an absolute nightmare.
2: yeah, I that's think- how I played it, and it did get it did get pretty stuttery at times. <laughs> It wasn't even the
0: stutteriness. I just, I don't think that I like playing that kind of game with a controller. I prefer Mm. keyboard and mouse Uh. uh, because I have much more control over where my character is looking while I'm walking. Yeah, Um, And I, so I I tried to play it with a controller and I hated it, but I I think I may revisit on my PC and see if it's any better.
2: Yeah, I think that it is uh, (laughs) worth revisiting if you finish Deathloop and you're like, I could go for some more uh, Deathloop but yeah but less death more loop less death <laughs> uh yes i i've heard people
0: compare this to outer wilds and i know outer wilds has new dlc out like this week or
2: whatever so oh jesus is it that out. soon god damn
0: no i mean this past week it's already
2: out. oh no
1: <laughs> sorry you're stuck in the death loop now jeff
2: yeah <laughs> we're all well, you best start believing in death loops you're in one
0: <laughs> also one last thing i want to say about death loop before we move on is ron Funches pointed out something that i hadn't even realized on the besties he said uh it's incredible to play a game with a black protagonist that isn't about the fact that the protagonist is black and that is true and very rare and so i i'm happy that that's becoming more prevalent
3: mm.
2: <clears throat> yeah, that was, a uh, that was the case about one of the Dishonored spinoffs, like Death of the Outsider or something you play as a black woman. And I think that it's just like, that's just who the character is. And it's not all it's not doing a commentary thing. Yeah, it's interesting, because that
0: character had actually been introduced, I think, in Dishonored 2, and was a pretty cool character that you're like, oh, I want to know her story. So
2: mm.
0: I, I think it's good that they
2: realized she she had protagonist uh Potential, per- big protagonist energy.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> anyway, <clears throat> uh, okay, Louisa, what did you do this week?
1: Uh, this week we are now into October, and the thirtieth of September, getting a jump start. Yeah. Uh, some Batia. friends online said <laughs> said, "Hey, we should all watch um, a movie together, like, and post about it." And they're like, "Where can we find um. something free?" And we found out that on Pluto TV, which is a free <laughs> app, channel, whatever, you know, it's garbage. But there's there's a lot of these now where it's just a thing you can get, and it'll just give you a bunch of free movies, which is kind of nice. So we watched yep. The Addams Family, and I haven't seen that Ooh. movie in years, and it's still so good, totally holds up.
2: Mm. Yep. I was going to so, ask which one it was.
1: <laughs> uh, the Adams Family. What do you mean?
2: Right, but, like, there are... Three pieces of media just called the Adams Family.
1: Well, the TV show, the
2: movie, and then the most the most recent movie is that even out yet? Oh, that's right. There's a there's an animated movie. Yeah,
1: is, is that one even out?
2: Uh, yeah, the sequel just came out. <laughs> Did it?
0: What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I no, that, Is the sequel out? I thought the
2: sequel was coming out uh, This October It's October currently <coughs> I know, uh, but I don't think it's out yet, is it? Uh, I don't know, it comes this out October obviously. 1st Yeah, it came out oh. October 1st Anyway, uh, no,
1: this is the good one This is not all the other things you're saying
2: that oh,
0: Adams okay. Family animated movie is so bizarre to me because it looks like a ripoff of
2: Hotel Transylvania. I think it's the same itself, studio.
0: Yeah, which is itself a ripoff of the Adams Family, and that's <laughs> crazy.
2: Uh, I really want the the two the voice cast leads from this to be the live action version because it's Oscar Isaac as Gomez and Charlize Theron as Morticia. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, put that in a live-action Adams family. What are you doing? I don't know about about Charlie Stone as Morticia.
1: Mm, I mean, I think she could do it, but she wouldn't be the best choice.
2: Yeah, she's not, like, my top choice, but Oscar Isaac is 100% the perfect casting to me, because he's got... so He he oozes charm, and Raul Julia was such a good goddamn uh, Gomez Adams that the character just is Latino now. Like, you can't cast a white guy anymore. Here's the thing that that they should do, and if I was a
0: Hollywood screenwriter, this is what would happen. They should make a movie set in continuity with the live-action Adams Family movies from the 90s yeah. of the guy that uh, Wednesday met at camp and Wednesday grown up and married and, ha- like, starting a family together. <laughs> that would be fucking great.
2: <laughs> so if, have, if he's have... normal and she's still spooky...
0: And Kookie? No, no, no. By the end of that movie, he's like dressed up like a young Gomez.
2: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. So I'm saying have Oscar Isaacs play that character.
2: <laughs> mm.
1: No, who was that? That was David Krumholtz or somebody, right? Like he yes. became famous later, even though it was just a child Yes, actor.
0: yes but Get I wanted again. to be Oscar Isaacs.
1: No, Oscar
0: Isaacs.
2: <laughs> uh, well we're getting a we're getting a TV show of uh about Wednesday uh on Netflix. Huh. Um actually starring a latina actress. Um we've decided, I guess the whole Adams family has now the power of Raul Julia's excellent performance is <laughs> now the Adams family is canonically latino. Is this racist? <laughs> uh no, I I genuinely think because he did such an iconic job at it that it has influenced future casting.
3: Yeah,
0: I that's hope that's fair. true. I just I do sometimes worry that like white people thinking that Latino people are uh Oh yeah the more, like the horny like, super stereotype superstitious or whatever is the stereotype and oh,
3: that
2: makes me okay. worried. Yeah, I think it's also troubling from the the angle of like uh the the fiery latino lover stereotype that is uh, i do i do this is gonna sound like i'm being sarcastic
0: but i genuinely love jeff that when i was trying to describe uh harmful racial stereotypes as they relate to the adams family the first thing you thought of was horniness and not (laughs) spookiness
2: yeah Uh (laughs) uh-huh because the most harmful racial stereotypes are all surrounding horniness
0: is that true? I, think I don't that
1: think that's true. no. I think it might be right. Yeah, yeah. I
2: think huh. the I think the type of spooky that the Adams family is 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 uh, sort of uh, not not like racially coded.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably not but was yeah great, like, or like black forest German coded if anything
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it was great to watch this movie again I haven't seen it since I was young not I know I've I saw it several years after it came out but uh, probably not since like early 2000s so almost 20 years yeah and there's so much that I didn't really pick up on before but there's stuff like like they were so smart they had that weird dance they do be Russian for no reason which connects to nothing but it's yeah. like that's a good way to be like, here's something uh, strange and unusual, but it's not uh, capitalizing off any racial stereotypes or anything. So yeah, that was pretty that's good. true. Yeah, there's something
0: especially spooky about the fact that they have these, like, complicated, extended family traditions, but... You can't really pinpoint yeah.
1: a culture they're associated with. <laughs> I love the implications of that—that that the atoms are everywhere. <laughs> they're the yes. creepy people in every society. Yep, yeah. oh, very yeah. good. So the yeah. movie is still excellent. All the performances are great. Round Julia, of course, the star. I I always forget that that movie has two plots. They have um, Fester coming into the family. Well, they have someone who thinks he's Fester. Oh, it's so complicated. He thinks he's Fester and trying to infiltrate this. the family. <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: And there's the fact the fact that Christopher Lloyd ends up actually being Fester is so fucking good. Yes,
1: that's a very good twist on that plot. I love that. I can't
0: believe, like, when that happened when I was a kid, it blew my mind. But as an adult watching that, I'm like, this is like some like double bluff, <laughs> yeah. like.
1: 4D chess screenplay writing here that I would never have thought of, but uh, he tries to get into their house to get their treasure. So we see all their normal uh, kooky and spookiness, but then yep. he's able to legally kick them out because he's the older uh, heir to the yep. Adams fortune. Uh, so then they have this thing where they're living in a in a motel, and I always forget <laughs> that that's the same movie. Yes, <laughs> it seems like a totally different plot. Yep. ugh what a great
0: movie! Uh, Raúl Julia in his underwear eating like Fruit Loops or whatever <laughs> is like it's burned in my brain as one of the funniest images in
2: all of film history. yep um, calling did-
1: Sally Jesse Raphael for company. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good.
2: Uh, did you ever see the the direct to video uh, uh, third third one with Tim Curry as Gomez?
1: No, uh, I love Tim Curry, but that doesn't seem right.
2: It doesn't seem like it is probably a good movie because it's a Tim Curry movie from the 90s when he was just yeah. doing whatever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. I don't even really think I even knew that that existed. Does it still have Angelica Houston as Morticia? Uh, no,
2: Daryl Hannah is Morticia <sighs> in this one. Ooh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, it has... <laughs>
0: it's not a very good actress. It has
2: absolutely none of the same uh, the same actors from the other movies. I sure. think it was supposed to be a backdoor pilot for a TV show. Ah. Oh.
1: Uh, anyway, I highly recommend watching it again if you haven't seen it in a very long time, the movie and its family. If you haven't ever seen it, of course, I uh, recommend that you watch it, but it's just yeah, very good. Yeah,
0: I would, I would say it's in the top five movies to watch every Halloween.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes.
0: Ooh, what are the fun? other four? Okay. Here we go. This is this is great. Yeah, I love this.
1: Um, um, <laughs> we love it so much we can't think of anything.
0: We'll go we'll go <laughs> round robin. I'm gonna say. Well, Louisa, yours, your first one is Adam's family. Sure. My first one. I'm gonna say hocus pocus, mm. just um, to
2: appease the the crowd. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I want it before I give you mine. I'm gonna issue a correction. Lurch is played by the same guy, that big giant guy what? from Twin Peaks. <laughs>
0: The guy, yeah, the guy from, uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, cause there was only, like, one big guy to cast back then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Doug Jones was still, like, 24. Yep. Uh, I think that every Halloween, you should watch... God, I want to...
1: Faster! Faster! <laughs>
2: I, I It's tough, because my first instinct was to say uh, A Nightmare Before Christmas, but that is not really a Halloween movie, but it, it acts, kind of is. Yeah. I think it's, that that it's should be... a two times a year movie. That, yeah. sh- that should be watched around Thanksgiving, perfectly between Halloween and Christmas. <laughs> the, the first Thanksgiving movie. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I, I think that you should watch a horror movie that you've never seen before.
1: No. That's no good.
2: No. no. You don't
0: know. A A, it's not a specific movie. You yeah. absolutely can't do that. Okay. And B, more importantly, I'm. I think the tone we're going for here is movies anyone can watch, regardless of how like scared of horror they are. Oh,
2: so like Halloween movies that aren't too scary to watch.
1: Yes. This is taking way too long. I give up on this idea already. Uh, we Jeff- only got well, two. Yeah, no. I have other ideas, but Jeff I will think- just say a movie. <laughs>
2: I've, Nightmare I Before tried. Christmas is a good pull, Jeff. Yeah. I think you should just go... Alright, I'm and going with it.
1: Yeah. Alright, back to me. Uh, arachnophobia, if you want a scary movie that's not too scary, I'm gonna say.
0: Mm. Mm, it's Pretty so good.
1: gross, though. It is gross. It's very gross.
0: Mm. Uh, Alright, and of course, rounding it off, I'm going to say... Uh-oh.
3: Um,
0: Uh-oh. I'm going <laughs> to have to say, of course... <laughs> Uh, Return to Oz. Okay, moving on.
2: The the great <laughs> right, It's the Great yeah. Pumpkin Charlie Brown.
0: No, that movie <laughs> sucks so much.
2: No, that all
0: the Charlie Brown all the Charlie Brown specials are so boring. Is
2: The Shining okay. too scary? Hmm. Yes, I mean
0: definitely. I love The Shining, but
2: yeah, probably too scary. Uh, I, I think I you know have to pick down. one of those like seventies or eighties prestige horror movies. Uh maybe Maybe even go for as far back as Rosemary's Baby if you can tolerate watching a Polanski. Um, but like The Exorcist or like The Shining so much or something fun horror for a
1: group. Yeah, <laughs> <It's sighs> fun I it. I, I think gonna,
2: that you need to you need to eat your vegetables if you're going to have you your candy. Have,
0: oh if you need to if you need to do a horror, I think it should be something like Nightmare Before Christmas. No, that's not what I meant. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because. It's very like th- slashery which you know if you're gonna go if you're gonna go you gotta
2: do it all the yeah. way
0: but also very silly
2: yeah it's not it's not too gross as long as you don't mind like goopy fake blood
0: yeah, yeah it's it's gross in the way that like walking through a haunted house is gross where it's like oh my god that's plastic uh, fake meat just flew at my face yeah. you know
2: <laughs> guys I can't believe we forgot about beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah, Beetlejuice it's should have been... That's, like, no, one no, of the no, most no, Halloween-y movies you know ever.
1: What, what really sucks? Uh, a friend was looking into the free movies that are available for anyone to watch. On September 30th, Adam's Family Values and Beetlejuice were, and as of October 1st, they are not. This
2: sucks! Hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I, think that there's, I think you could watch a lot of movies where Tim Burton's name appears in the credits and you'll be good. Sleepy Hollow, yeah. Planet, Planet of the Apes...
1: <laughs> Cor- Corpse is so
0: fucking weird. Can we talk about Corpse Bride <laughs> for a second? I've never it's seen it.
1: It's good. It's very it's depressing, n- I find. It,
0: it's not bad, but it's so bizarre because uh, we watched it just recently, and, like, there's no hero, there's yeah. no one you want to win at any point, Yeah. like... There's a long sequence in the middle where you're, you, if you're like me, watching it, are like, is it weird that I hope he ends up with this ghost? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, that can't be the ending of the movie, and that yet that's what I want to happen, kind of. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's uh,
2: a
1: complicated movie.
2: Is Ghostbusters a Halloween movie? No.
1: I'd say All yes. Wow. I wouldn't bat an eye at someone playing that at a Halloween party.
2: But it's
0: also not a ghost movie, so that's part of the problem. What?
1: There's no ghosts
0: in
2: it. It's all demons. No, they they count. What? They're, they're so free, free-floating protoplasmic whatever's. He says it. They're ghosts. You're just
1: saying you don't like it because it's false advertising, Matt.
0: I'm saying it because like Ghostbusters 2 is about a ghost. Yeah. And I can get into that. (laughs) Ghostbusters 1, I don't even know what the fuck it's about. It's mostly about Bill Murray trying to fuck uh, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Like, that's way more of the movie than you remember. (laughs) And that's weird. Yeah, he's just being a Ghostbuster to pick up chicks. (laughs) I understand that, but like... That's not the movie I came for, is all I'm saying. Like, if I wanted to watch a movie where Bill Murray was a maybe slightly problematic creep, I would watch any other Bill Murray movie.
2: Yeah, you'd Definitely. you'd be bo- you'd go watch Lost in Translation and be bored to tears. I would watch uh, What About Bob? <laughs> no, I'm coming to this movie because I want to hear Dan Aykroyd say things like free-floating full-torso vaporous apparition. The problem
0: is the best part of that movie, I think we can all agree, is the first ten minutes when they go into the library. That
1: really
2: yeah, cool. that is when he says that phrase. I love yes, that library know. ghost. That's not a if... demon, though. That's a ghost.
1: Yes, that's the ghost in the movie. <laughs> the titular ghost that gets busted. Yes! <laughs> they don't even bust it! Yeah, they not <laughs> away! They, we don't know if they ever go back in that library. Yeah!
2: <laughs> uh, love it. if
0: that movie if that movie was 10
2: minutes long it would be the best movie of all time (laughs) and you know what it's already pretty close despite being an hour and a half or whatever Mm.
0: I find that movie funny but I also find it very frustrating because it's like somebody took a half hour episode of like a Twilight Zone or whatever and then they were like we need to pad this out with a lot of Bill Murray being a sexual predator (laughs)
2: Yeah. uh the the thing i the thing i enjoy about the movie is the concept of there being just like uh demons and ghosts and ancient babylonian gods invading new york and the people who have to deal with it are like independent contractors <laughs> who yeah. are like oh yeah i see you got a frig ghost up here get toilet that's the issue I, I can clear that right up for you
0: <laughs> I do like the fact that the villain is the government. <laughs> the, <EPA's
2: laughs> the EPA. just like in the yes. Simpsons movie. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> Weird.
1: Oh, man. Anyway, Adam's family. Something I, one last thing I want to say about the Adam's family is I notice now stuff uh, aesthetically, which I didn't before because I'm very interested in the visuals in movies always, and the gravestones in their... Uh, cemetery are very stylized in a very specific way and I realize now I think that's uh, Bocerismo which is art of Fernando Botero who's a Colombian artist who does um, sculptures and paintings that are super chunky people with like perfectly round mm. heads and tiny faces and tiny hands and feet so I oh. want the audience to look up his work because if you see it you'll be like oh yeah that's it exactly that's what those gravestones are supposed to look like I get it now I f-
2: Think I have seen this he, guy.
1: One of his paintings became a meme. There's one that looks like a a fat baby in a bonnet. It's supposed to be one of the popes, I believe, but it has right. the words "why" though <laughs> over it, over its <laughs> face. Who
2: is this? Who is this guy? What is the name?
1: Uh, Fernando Botero. He's a Colombian.
2: Botero. Artist. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Anyway,
1: I just wanted to mention that because it's interesting to me, and I thought the audience might like it. But also, Jeff, what did you do this week?
2: Uh... I, hmm, I have not been doing much because it's been extremely busy at school, uh, but one thing I did earlier in the week, uh, was I played a game that I had bought over the summer when it was extremely on sale.
0: Metroid. Nope. Uh,
2: (laughs) I, I already beat that one. Um, I got, um, I got a game called Islands on the Switch because it was super on sale and the besties recommended it, and I had forgotten what the game was by the time I sat down to play it. Uh. But it's sort of like imagine if a game like Sim City was a puzzle game and one of those uh, logic puzzles where you had to uh, figure out what order people were standing in a line or sitting at a dinner table. Okay. Because uh, like you get random sets of buildings and you have to place them on these little islands. And you get more points based on synergies between the buildings. So you place a uh, seaweed farm, and then if you place a seaweed field close to a seaweed farm, the seaweed field is worth more points. Um, Or if you place a lumberjack building close to a bunch of trees, you get, like, one point for each tree within range. Um, Sounds a lot like Loop Hero. Uh, it's... A little bit, except you don't then accrue points again after... Like, once you place it, that is all the points you get for that. Mm, okay. um, the building will take up space, but you won't, like, lose points if you then place buildings in places that, like, get rid of trees or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's interesting because then you start to get buildings where it's like, this building has a huge range, and if you place it near other buildings of the same type you lose m- way more points than it would be worth to put down. So you have to, like, space them out, but then you also kind of want to get some buildings that are, uh, like, going to synergize well, and maybe you can get both of them within range and get, like, double the points. I don't know. It's, uh, it's really weird. It's fun. I think full price, it's, like, five bucks. Uh, it might also be an Apple Arcade game. Uh, hmm. I like it.
1: What was it called again?
2: Islands. Oh,
1: okay.
2: Is it islands? It might be islanders. Hold on. I, I
0: appreciate that all of that stuff sounds like it's made explicit because I feel like those rules do exist in SimCity, but they never tell you. Yeah. So then you're like, why the fuck is crime going up? I've got so yeah. many police stations. What the fuck is happening?
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is islanders uh, made for Steam, Mac OS, Linux, Switch, PS4. Um I can't right, believe it's cool. not on PC. What the fuck? Steam. I just said that. Did you? Okay. <laughs> I just Googled it
0: and I it didn't come up on Steam. Um Islanders. It's on
2: all of them now. Steam, uh, Switch, PS four and five, Xbox One, X and S. Um Okay. Yeah, I I, I like it. You got like a procedure generated island, then you kinda have to build your city, but like there's no unlike SimCity, there's no like meters that you have to keep up. <laughs> Uh, or down, but other than that, fun.
0: How long, like, does, is it, it looks like every session of this game would only take a couple of minutes, is that accurate?
2: Uh, I think my longest run while I was playing it, I played it for like maybe two or three hours, my longest run was probably half an hour, 45 minutes Uh, because you just go you go until you run out of buildings to place but you haven't filled up like the next points meter to earn more buildings got it um so the idea is you have to like maximize your points so that you can keep yourself alive um yeah it's really it's really fun to look at you end up making some interesting looking sort of like low poly art towns uh i like can you it build it's a, a a casual dome. it's a good game to listen to while or to play while you're listening to podcasts
0: yeah i a do like a, a nice low investment puzzle game like this yeah llama um, dome yes or no what
1: llama <laughs> dome
0: what is that uh, that's from sim city from... oh i want to know yeah. can you build a
1: llama dome uh, you the can't you
0: cannot residential structure
2: in sim city 2000 you can <laughs> you cannot build a llama dome unfortunately i'm sorry uh, you can have Bowser knowledge. destroy your city, though.
1: Oh, that's pretty
2: good. No, it's not true. I made that up. <laughs> oh,
1: that's not not good. It's only all. in
2: that's only in the Nintendo version of Sim City. <laughs> <sighs> uh, all right, Louisa, what did you do this week? And also, no, no? she already did <laughs> it.
1: Yeah. Ah, damn it. One.
2: Okay, <laughs> Matt. Matt, what did you do? No.
1: <laughs> no. Weirdly, <laughs> really? <No>. everyone. Everyone. <laughs> I'm never the last one.
2: Okay.
0: <clears throat> All right. So, what do we do on the show you ask Jeff? Well, I'll tell you. Every week we go to the WikiHow Suggested Articles page and put a random word into the uh the generator to come up with a list of things that people are asking for advice on on WikiHow. And the random word we got this week is water.
2: Nice. How to water. Uh I hate to do this. I did pee right before the show, but if I don't go pee right now, I'm going to die. Up will right back oh, in like two minutes. Right, it's
0: because we started
2: water. talking about water. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Highly suggestible. Mm-hmm. Jeff,
1: go pee. We're filling time. Go. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So this morning there was a fog warning here. I don't know if you got that, Matt. but
0: mm, I, I got that in the form of my fire alarm going off <laughs> oh, because of the fog coming in through the windows.
1: <laughs> but it's... Right now, it's perfectly clear, but when I got up, it was definitely like they hadn't rendered the trees that were, you know, 50 <laughs> feet away yet. It's crazy. Yeah. It's pretty
0: weird that nature figured out a way to make, like, low graphical fidelity <laughs> things happen in real life. Yes. Like, the fact that when people started making computer games and, like, simulations of the real world, they were like, mm, it's hard to generate stuff that's a certain distance away because it gets exponentially more stuff you have to generate.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, there's already a thing in nature where I can just put it in there and it covers up things after a certain distance. That That's crazy that that already existed to solve that
1: problem. <laughs> I mean, yes, you say it like it was intentional, but I do get what you mean. <laughs> well, I mean to say, like, in the same way, like, whenever
0: you see people trying to make a landscape but they don't have enough resources to do realistic-looking grass. They just put snow down. Yeah. The fact that there's a thing that happens in nature to just be like, mm, <laughs> let's just cover up all of
1: this complicated stuff with a simple blanket. Yeah. <laughs> that's wild! <laughs> I. That's probably my most uh, high-person thought, even though I'm never high, yeah. that... It's crazy that we live on a world where it's just like, yeah, you know, chemicals fall from the sky sometimes, and, like, they can pool on the ground and run around, or, you know, if it's cold enough, they'll fall in a different way, and then it makes this thick layer of stuff you can't get through. That's so weird when you think about it.
0: Yeah. Also, like, the fact that our planet is just constantly being blasted with radiation, (laughs) and, like, some things grew up that were like, I'm gonna... Eat that radiation and turn it into sugar.
1: <laughs> yes, mm, delicious sugar. Yep. Mm.
0: Oh man, it's, nature's so fucked up.
1: Yes, I'm trying not to look at the list until Jeff gets mm. back, but there's a lot of stuff about waterproofing.
0: Yep, waterproofing. That's the
1: opposite. Yeah, that's the opposite of dealing with water <laughs> to waterproof something. It's true. Also, it's impossible, right? If
0: we're talking about the like the full expanse of time eventually water will erode everything
1: yes water dripping
0: on a stone etc I'm back I know that like I know that a lot of plastics are pretty water resistant but even those will break down in water eventually
2: right
1: I thought it was sunlight that broke them down faster Mm. or better or something I don't know it just melts them well (laughs) popsicles (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. No, you're right. I was thinking of popsicles.
1: <laughs> uh, so, how do you water ski? I don't know, you guys.
0: Uh, you gotta have the skis under you, which sounds like I'm making a joke about how like simple it is to mm-hmm. do, but that's really hard.
1: <laughs> yes, I've noticed on land that's quite hard. <laughs>
2: yes. Now, uh, have I, you have you have either of you ever been water skiing or tried it? No, no, I have not, okay. but only because I'm a coward. What about land skiing?
1: Yes. yes, Both kinds, okay. and I didn't like either one.
0: Cross-country like and downhill? downhill. Yeah. I like downhill a lot. Oh, downhill's so I, fun. It's very fun, but also I have a lot of scars on my body from being hurt
2: very badly while <laughs> downhill skiing.
1: <laughs> you got attacked by a bear that time.
2: Yep. Yep. Uh, you got eaten by an <laughs> abominable snowman because you went too far off the course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was trying to be tricky... <laughs>
1: Uh, no, it's activating that song in my brain.
2: <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs>
1: Jeff, could you put that song at the end of the episode and also
0: in
2: Louisa's brain? I don't Jeff. think that I remember there being a song associated with that little cartoon stick Yeti. No, I was talking about SSX Tricky. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. I'm. Uh, there's been a little bit of weird lag. Yep. Uh, so, uh, so did we already talk about how to water cool your Xbox 360 while I was gone? No, no we didn't talk about any of these. Okay. Uh so you wanna get a big bucket fill it with water. Mm-hmm. Dunk uh-huh. your Xbox three sixty in there. Mm-hmm.
3: Now have Cold you tried forever. this? Yep.
2: <laughs> uh no I have not. Also, that's like three Xboxes ago. Why do you want that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
1: Well we don't know what I'm... I asked. It might have been contemporary. Would you would you be able to cool a computer
0: system by Sealing it in a plastic bag and then putting it in a fish tank.
1: I'm gonna I mean, say that would be bad because the fan's gonna try to blow air through it as well, and okay. it's not gonna okay. work. I I thought about that. You'd need to
0: put a hose or something from the plastic bag oh. outside to blow the water, the air out.
2: Maybe. I don't I don't think that this would be more efficient than actual uh, water cooling systems for your computer are but it'd be so much easier to do is the thing yeah it would be so much easier to seal your <laughs> computer in a big waterproof bag and keep it in a fish tank.
1: need <laughs> Su- <Yeah>. that computer. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. Yeah,
1: they've got <laughs> vacuum sealers, Jeff. It's not that hard. Mm. Here's here's a real question though. Do people who make their own water cooling systems use just like aquarium supplies? Like can you do it with aquarium hosing yes. and those little pumps and stuff?
0: Yeah, the first people who did it did it entirely with aquarium supplies because huh. they no one else had invented a way to do it yet.
2: Um, it's yeah, cool. was Aqu- like Aqu- Aquaman invented this mm-hmm. because he he's a, to... he, he's you know? a big gamer.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he lives underwater, so he has, uh,
2: yeah, but he so couldn't he get, the one he Matt couldn't says. get land computers to work in Atlantis until he <laughs> invented a water cooling system for them.
1: No, he's doing Matt to computer idea, I think.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I do like the idea that he is a gamer, but he's dumb as shit, so he can't figure (laughs) out how to do it. So he like puts uh he like straps an Xbox to a buoy and then (laughs) connects a super long cord all the way down to the bottom
2: of the ocean for his (laughs) controller and TV. My question is why would you want to water cool your Xbox three sixty? Are you like overclocking it or what? Hmm. I don't think
0: I I mean, I guess I've heard of them like blue screen of deathing, but are they known to overheat? You the, can't really put any software on them that are that intensive.
2: The, like, launch ones got the red ring because of overheating. But, mm. like, at that point, just spend, like, $50 to get one of the new ones that doesn't do that.
0: <laughs> now, I wonder if this is a person trying to do this to practice, because if they fuck up their <laughs> Xbox 360, they don't care. Mm.
1: I wonder if this is the aesthetic thing, where there's a problem and then a solution is created. And then the solution looks cool enough to other people aesthetically that they just want to do that because they like the idea of it. Yeah. Yeah, I have
0: read that modern (sighs) heat sinks are about as efficient as water cooling, so water cooling is no longer, like, better. It's just if you want to do it for fun.
1: Right.
2: Uh, there's, uh, you can... (laughs) You can immerse your entire computer in like a non water liquid, like yeah, something that doesn't shit make it oil or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could do a mineral oil cooled computer. <laughs>
1: Can you imagine um, having a hot bucket of machine oil in your house? That's a great idea.
2: I'm looking at a picture of a guy at like a computer show and he's got this like and he's bubbling a real hot
0: bucket of machine
2: oil if you know what I mean. <laughs> There's literally fish tank rocks at the bottom of his computer case that is filled with mineral oil. Oh
1: my yeah. god. <laughs> I hate that.
2: <laughs> yeah, me too.
0: It's really bad. It's kind of cool actually. If only you could get fish in there.
2: Mmm. Oil fish.
1: Yeah. Oil retains heat pretty well, so this seems like a very bad idea. Am I crazy? You want something that can absorb heat well, though. But you want to be able to have it be cooled before it circulates back through, right?
0: I mean, it's the same sort of principle as just strapping a big chunk of aluminum to your processor, because the idea is the heat will dissipate through all of that aluminum, so it's less focused in one point. I guess so. I mean that's what cooling is in general.
1: Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent on mm. what it is, but uh, yes, that's fine. I believe you. <sighs> How to
0: waterproof a tent? Uh, you need to get beeswax mm-hmm. and
1: if you want to do it, yeah, if you want to do it the old fashioned way, you're going to need kerosene, and then you're going to soften that with gasoline.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow, this is really surprising that you're giving actual advice.
1: Well, well, I mean it's advice, advice from like
0: 1812 or whatever. All right. Yeah. My advice
2: is keep the tent inside of your house that you live in. Mm. Uh
0: the, the best uh, the best cure is prevention. Yeah.
2: Uh I mean I you know, I guess some people do have to live in tents because we uh live in a hell world. Uh but yeah, it- I live in tents every day. Do the do. Uh my advice is if you uh don't have to, duh, don't be in a tent. <laughs> it sucks.
0: It does I mean, suck. camping, is, camping is fun if you've got a bonfire and a lot of beer.
2: Yeah, it sucks if it's raining, though, so don't uh, go somewhere where you have to waterproof your tent.
0: <laughs> don't go anywhere that it rains. Yes.
1: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> if it's raining, you really want to be in a cabin. Like, it's miserable to be in a tent when it's raining, even if your tent is mm. waterproof. I found.
2: If it's raining blood, you want to be in that cabin from the Evil Dead remake. And if it's raining men, you wanna go outside and get absolutely
0: soaking wet. (laughs) Yeah,
2: that's right. How is Michael Wash did
1: before you. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh how to waterproof wood legs is really fucking me up, you guys.
1: (laughs) They must mean for like a table, right? But (laughs) the idea that maybe, oh. <laughs> but the idea that it's prosthetic legs is very good. <laughs> I mean,
0: okay. So many questions popped into my head. Yeah. Do they still make wood legs? I thought that they had like Probably not. evolved beyond that.
1: Oh, do you think there's steampunk prosthetic neaters who go ahead and say yes? I want a wood and brass leg. Oh my leg. god,
0: that would be fucking radical. Actually, <laughs> that would be. Oh man. I never even thought about the
2: idea, oh, that's such a cool idea. Of being uh, an amputee <laughs> and a steampunk at the same time.
0: Yeah, and just being like, I'm going to make myself a custom old-timey-looking prosthetic fucking rules. Yeah. That's like the first time I've ever been
1: excited about people making
0: their own steampunk stuff.
1: <laughs> you can make your own steampunk wings or whatever the fuck <laughs> to show off at a convention. Yeah, that's not...
2: Yeah, that's not yeah, as cool. I hate
1: that. You you get that that's the <laughs> thing I hate, right? <laughs> I think still think that could be
2: cool. No, I um I like the the <sighs> prosthetics that look less and less like the limb that they are uh replacing just as a matter of like mechanical efficiency.
1: I like those blade legs.
2: Yeah, those rule Oh, you're very into the cyberpunk aesthetic. I was yes. going the other way in my mind
0: of, like, having a leg that's carved to look like a wolf's paw or whatever. <laughs>
2: Whoa! Oh, my God. Furry, furry amputees. Yes, yeah. that's the way to go.
0: Have, like, a silver leg that looks like a wolf's paw? That would be fucking cool as hell.
2: Ah, uh, beautiful. No, I, I, want, I want to just have, like, a... a gunmetal matte gray sleeve that you wear over your thigh and then the bottom of it is a big hook
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, sure I guess so I like the Uh, idea of like really carving out of wood or whatever like a really um doing your best to make it look like a human leg but it's clearly made of wood I kind of like that like little toes and everything that's very cool I think Um, yeah
0: Mm, Jeff, I like your idea as a cyberpunk future reimagining of Captain Hook.
2: Ooh, yeah. He's got a hook leg. <laughs> He's got a hook leg and a peg hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can just beat people with it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Captain H- Hook had a peg leg. <laughs> uh, yeah, he should have, though. He got away yeah. good only losing his hand to that TikTok gator.
0: Do we ever find out how long John Silver lost his leg? Was it a shark?
2: I don't know. Uh, I, Oh, th- For a second there, the way you said that made me think you were talking about a man named John Silver who lost his leg for a period of time, but we didn't know how long. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that's fair. I just wanted to get back into talking about Tim Curry's body of work because it's yes. Halloween season. And and Tim Curry's to, you... body and
2: whether or not yep. he had a peg leg. There it is, thank he you. He
0: definitely had a peg leg in <laughs> Muppet Treasure Island as... Yeah uh long john silver
1: do you think whenever anybody tries to to depict fictional pirates they fall into the trap of being like all right so he's going to have a hook hand he's going to have a eye patch he's going to have a peg leg and then when they start to like film something they're like wait that's too many things though <laughs> this is too much
0: <laughs> here's the thing that always fucks me up about it okay he's got a hook hand he's got a peg leg do you do both of them on the same side no or opposite sides, because if it's opposite sides, the backstory becomes more complicated.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, it's much simpler, if it's the same side. No, it's got exactly. to be two separate
2: injuries. Two separate injuries is wild, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it make, that's what makes him seem so tough, is mm. at some point he lost his hand and then kept going and was like, yeah, I'm fine. And then lost a leg and was still like, no, I can work with this and an eye i just realized oh, the eye is lost too
1: <laughs> now th- in real life lord nelson lost an arm and an eye but they were on the same side i think right mm. Was that at the same time i don't remember his deal do
0: you guys remember the fucking episode of mythbusters where they talked about how uh pirates wore eye patches not uh, because yes. they'd lost an eye but to see better <laughs> in the sunlight that's some bullshit it does yeah. work though yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it works, and I'm sure that that's what they actually did. But fuck you, Mythbusters.
2: <laughs> I actually, I hold one eye closed very tightly when I uh, get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, so that when I turn the bathroom light off, I can open that eye and still be able to see, and mm. it works.
3: Hmm,
0: it yep. seems too I complicated. Just, I just don't turn the lights on in the bathroom. No,
2: I'll <laughs> I'll miss. I'll fall into the toilet and flush myself to death. <laughs>
1: That's a dream. Um, How about how to water citrus trees? They probably need a lot of water because they like to grow where there's a lot of rain, don't they?
0: Mm. Mm, But not too much water. Oh, that's the the
1: problem! problem. That's the problem with plants!
2: Is citrus tropical?
1: Naturally, yes. I think they've made strains that can grow outside of the tropics, though.
0: Mm. Yeah, I feel like citrus trees, more than watering, they really want that sort of, like, hazy mistiness that you get in a rainforest. Can you do that in your backyard?
1: (laughs) Don't some of them grow, like, the ones in the Mediterranean, lemon trees and whatever, it's always, like, harsh sunlight there, and they like that.
0: Yes. Yeah, uh, yes. Probably. Yeah. I don't think Oranges we know are Florida,
1: right?
2: Oranges are from Florida, yes, correct? So that's where <laughs> they mean... were invented.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I believe originally they're from Asia. Actually, Mm-hmm. does that help? Does that help at all? But what parts of Asia? The Florida-like parts, uh, <laughs> probably mangrove swamps and whatever
2: tropical yeah. and subtropical regions. I'm told.
0: Okay, so they want it to be hot and wet.
2: Yes. Same. <laughs>
1: um yeah all i know is you're probably gonna kill your citrus tree sorry it costs a lot of money i know but you are gonna kill it here's what you should do you should get three citrus trees and
0: then do different waterings on each of them water cool one of them with mineral oil okay here
1: we go yep waterproof the other one yes it doesn't (sighs) mean i I I
0: like this Dump it dump a bucket of pitch over that uh, lemon tree. And then the
2: third one you're going to put inside of your gaming PC. Mmm, I like this.
0: <laughs> the main problem with most gaming PCs is that they don't smell good.
2: Yeah. So. Well, I think that's user error. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> uh. oh, oh, man. yeah. Good gag. I'm, bummed out now. <laughs> I'm
0: proud of that one. <laughs> How to waterproof cinder block basement walls? Is that possible? Don't you need no. to
1: water? Don't you need to waterproof outside of them? I, think I thought you can the point do it from the inside. There's places. There's companies that uh, guarantee that they will be able to waterproof your basement for you. Hmm. I don't know how that works. I
0: I thought that cinder blocks were like you would use cinder blocks because they can absorb water well, so that they don't like. Cause isn't, isn't it a whole thing of like, the more you try to keep water out of your basement, the like, the more vulnerable to failure that system becomes. I don't
2: know. It's a, it's a, if you can't beat them, join them type thing. Just put a pool in your basement and then waterproof it once it's full of water. It's like all of those crazy bridges that people used to
0: build where they're like, well, we know that this metal's going to expand, but we're going to fucking bracket it in so it can't. And then we'll never have problems. <laughs> and then the bridges fucking took off into outer space.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, I feel man. like this is the same sort of thing where you, you have to have something that the water can go into. And so they go into the cinder
2: blocks. Yeah. Well, maybe I it's good know. then
1: that you only waterproof the inside of the wall.
2: Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. There's also people here asking how to waterproof a stone basement wall, or just mm. any basement wall. Basement walls. Now they do yeah. make a product called drywall. Hmm. Mm. Here
1: we go. Now we're cooking a. Is this literally. so
2: your your proposition here is that it's like a, a miracle grow type product where it does write what it says on the box.
0: I think it might. Why else would you call it drywall?
2: Because yeah. it's a wall that is dry that you don't have to like. Yeah. It, you don't have to goop up there.
0: Jeff, that's what I want. I want a wall that will always be perpetually dry. <sighs> that's not what I said. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so just staples some drywall here. Well, then Jeff. Well, then Jeff.
0: <laughs> hold on, hold on. Then yep. Jeff, it's no longer drywall if it gets
2: wet. No, it's, just, <clears throat> it's wet drywall. That. It's like that level. Listen it's that. It's that level in Super Mario sixty four. Wet drywall. Ah, uh, dumb.
0: Uh, so I, I do actually think if you hung drywall on the inside of your cinder block basement walls, it would probably waterproof your basement pretty well.
1: I do no, not agree. I do not listen to Matt. Um, <laughs> that sounds crazy. <laughs> what do you say? One
2: uh, thing that oh. confuses me on uh, the thing that confuses me on here is waterproof a metal shed roof. Mm-hmm. metal's already friggin' waterproof
0: yeah but you don't want
2: that tin roof to get <laughs> hot and there'll be cats yeah. on it <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: oh, i was no! just so rusted but
3: <laughs>
0: <sighs> yeah oh uh, louisa you're like unstuck in time right now <laughs> i
1: know so yeah you're reacting to, me, to things that happened five minutes ago different speeds is the problem oh She's gone again. She fell into the Twilight Zone. Oh boy. Who knows what's happening? Ah, it's going to be so a like nightmare to
2: edit is. this later today.
0: Yeah, it, yeah
1: no. we're, I mean, let's just leave this
0: all in so people can see that Louisa exists in the Phantom Zone.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's right.
2: Yeah, it's she's water pounding on the 2D <laughs> pane. Everything floats down here.
0: Yep. Why would you want to water your plants with soda water? That seems like a terrible idea.
2: Um, yeah, maybe I'm they like it one a one little too. sparkly.
1: Hmm. I don't think they do. I oh, think they make- actually hate that.
0: Is that how you make champagne?
2: Mhm. Yeah, you water grape plants with soda water. <laughs> mm, now I get it. No.
1: Uh no, much
2: that's much that's how stuff. they This is how they yeah. get mountain dew. They water the plants on the side of a mountain with soda water and the uh the green goo that they excrete <laughs> the next week is mountain dew. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Now you use a lot of pronouns there. When you say the green goo that they excrete you the, plants. the people who are poor no. water on the side of the-
2: <laughs> No. The green goo they excrete is uh something else entirely that I'm not allowed to talk about anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: But it has something
0: to do with bubble
2: tape. Yep. Gross. And government secrets.
1: Wasn't
0: there a candy that
1: was just green goo in a tube? Yes.
2: Uh yeah, there's been a been I there think was just It was
1: like bugger lick-
2: themed. Liquid candy has been a whole, like, uh, category.
0: Now, that's confusing, though, because that's just syrup, right? Hmm. Probably.
2: This is is a challenging belief that you have, but I can't really refute it.
0: I mean, syrup is already just artificially flavored, like, corn sugar, right?
2: Mm. Mostly.
0: Except for good, like, maple syrup that's actually maple syrup, but most of it is just corn syrup flavored with artificial flavors which how is that different from candy
2: hmm yeah yeah i guess it is just like what if we made the corn syrup blue raspberry flavored instead of brown
0: and i think they may have that as something you could put on your pancakes at ihop i'm not Uh, joking i do think they have a blue raspberry flavor i know they have blueberry flavored syrup at ihop yeah (laughs) oh jesus uh, I do love how much IHOP has just been like, you know what? We're fucking
2: scumbags. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah, this is this is f- this is food for dirtbags at 4 a.m. and no one else.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't even think that they necessarily throw that shade on their customers, but I love that they're just like, we are the grossest. Yep.
2: You want to like, get a friggin' come stack of and put
0: some- If you want to come here and put some trash in your hole, then go for it. You You want to punish yourself with food?
2: Today's the day, motherfucker. (laughs) You ready to get a goddamn country fried pancake, idiot?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds so good!
3: (laughs)
2: Right?
0: (laughs) Oh, fuck, I want that. They
2: just opened an IHOP uh, somewhat near me in my neighborhood, and I'm very tempted to get IHOP takeout. Oh, nope, I made myself too sad by saying the phrase IHOP takeout. Never mind, (laughs) I don't want them anymore. (laughs)
1: You don't want to fill your own ihop space with syrup. That's the thing.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: I
0: remember going to an IHOP in college once, and we pulled the syrup out of the little thingy, the, like, tray that holds all the different flavors of syrup, and stuck in the bottom of that tray was a cockroach that had died. And I was like, I don't think I ever am going to go to IHOP again.
1: Oh, man. Gross. Gross. Yep. Yep. So my
0: point is never go to IHOP. Agreed. Okay. Why would you? How to waterproof canvas? Isn't canvas already waterproof? No, not naturally. Mm. But you
2: can. Yeah, canvas, when you peel it off the waterproof. canvas tree, it's not waterproof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to stretch it and dry it to get it to mm. mm-hmm. uh, it tanned canvas leather. Canvas. Mm-hmm, Ooh, nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, I like how to water a Venus flytrap, guys. Mm they eat flies you don't gotta water them they eat now you do have to give them blood so that they'll make your wishes come true yes that's true uh and if you don't give them enough blood and it has to be human uh he's gonna eat your girlfriend Mm -hmm. but luckily you know steve martin Mm. and he's a real dirtbag Full of blood, he's a blood bag. Yeah, he's got he's got a lot of blood, and you're not going to take advantage of that. You're just gonna shove him whole into the Venus flytrap, <laughs> rather than capturing him and harvesting his blood a little bit at a time.
1: Keeping stuff <laughs> in your some... house is a blood farm.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're getting into some Westworld
0: like body horror bullshit now. <laughs> Listen,
2: I'm saying if if Audrey Two had been purchased by Hannibal Lecter, it would have gone much better for him. I do like your gritty reboot of Little Shop of Horrors, Jeff. Yeah. I think you could pitch this and sell it to
0: the WB, and I'm not joking.
2: Yeah, it's gonna... It's We're gonna get... Uh, oh, no, uh, Stuart Gordon already passed away. He can't do this gross <laughs> remake. Uh, who else is a gross horror director?
0: Mm-hmm. Clive Barker. <laughs> Stanley Kubrick. Uh, we'll get
2: a... Cronenberg's son uh jim, oh, yeah, jim Jimmy go. Cronenberg or whatever, he could do <laughs> this goopy, disgusting version of Little Shop of Horrors yeah, I mean, like I think you could make a series of Little Shop of Horrors, yeah uh, I don't think I think you would have to be like, no, no, we're adapting the original Roger Corman movie, not the musical based on it mm.
0: Blech. what about what about? The next season of The Haunting on Netflix mm. is the Little Shop of Horrors theme. Yeah,
2: there we go. The I mean, Haunting the, this is a great. Idea. The Haunting of Skid Row. Yes. Oh my God. Yes.
1: <laughs> <sighs> the fucking uh, Zachary Quinto as <laughs> the Audrey. No, that's um, American Horror Story, not hill house yeah I mean, we're
2: getting we're getting that uh that lady with the big wet eyes victoria pedretti she can be audrey <laughs> yeah okay. yeah
0: is
2: that her name and, yeah i think that's her name yep that's and her name
0: Car- carla gugino can play mr what's his face who owns the shop? yes carla
2: gugino as <laughs> mushnik is perfect casting yes. <laughs> uh, i love that oh, or so we good. gender swap the dentist and have carla gugino be the mean uh nope we have to get the uh, what's your face? Who you played Theo in Hill House uh, to play yes, the a, a lesbian gender swap version of the dentist? Yeah, I love this. Uh, God, this is, has me reinvigorated. This
0: Netflix. It's fucking perfect. get at us. God, we'd be so fucking good at writing this. <laughs> God. Anyway, what would what would the twists be? Though you'd have to have like there'd be like plants in the background of every shot. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Seymour was dead the whole
0: time. Mm, yeah, I like this. So, like, Seymour is the plant? What if he's a cannibal?
2: Whoa!
1: Yes!
0: This mm, is good Yeah, the plant.
2: The, the plant oh, is yeah. just a regular plant, and people yes. think Seymour's oh, been feeding people to it, but he's just been eating them himself.
1: That's and- very good.
2: <laughs> and he thinks the plant is
0: telling him that he needs to eat people in order to be more confident, and it's working because he's, like... He is being more confident, but it's <laughs> nothing to do with the plan. Fuck, this is a good story!
2: Fuck! Yep, we end it the, se- the mid-season finale, he's like, hmm, I'm thinking about going back to school. Looks at the camera, dentistry school, and then it cuts to black.
1: <laughs> he puts oh, on his no. sunglasses and Journey starts playing. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh that, that ruined it for me. <laughs> No, he's, be, he's becoming, how no, he's, becoming the, he's becoming the thing he hates most a dentist
0: what does that have to do with anything <laughs> <clears throat> why would he want to be a dentist
2: so that he can seduce the bi- bisexual Audrey away from her dentist wife <laughs> what oh
0: no okay we're done we gotta go <laughs> Yeah, we should end the uh, show you permanently. Why this great idea and ruin it, Jeff? Now I'm sad. Um, that's my main hobby. <laughs> oh, we were doing so good. All right, well, thanks, everyone, for listening to the show. If you liked it, please rate and review us on iTunes. And uh, on Twitter, if you want to say, at Netflix, telling them to let us write the next season of mm-hmm. The Haunting, uh, we would do such a fucking good job. Uh, But also on Twitter, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us at HackTheNetPod. And uh, you can join our Discord if you want to talk to us directly. We're always having good conversations in there, so uh, just send us a message on Mastodon. I'm at Matt Heron at Mastodon.online.
2: I am also available online in some places. You can find me on uh, weaponizedlanguage.com. That's where my information is.
1: And you can find me on Mastodon at Louisa at Mastodon.xyz.
2: Alright gang,
0: well uh, thanks for listening Come back, I'm sure we'll talk more about Monster Movies next week and every week Until you die Yep. So uh, please keep on coming back In the meantime though, please don't forget That you can fuck up on the internet in so many ways
2: It was a Graveyard Smash
1: Pumpkin Spice Donuts
2: Uh, did you see that the Monster Cereals released a cover of the Monster Mash? <laughs> I put
1: it in our Discord! Yeah, we talked about it yesterday! <laughs> did we? <laughs> you included! <laughs> oh, so good. Doesn't Jeff sound might not familiar. have said anything. Yeah, I don't know but if Jeff said anything. Jeff said that Booberry was a pervert! Oh, no.
2: yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know I had... See, I think I got confused because I had talked about this in a different Discord. Oh. Uh, um...
0: Not only did I see that that thing uh, existed, I got it by scanning the QR code on the back of a box of Monster Mash cereal that nice. I purchased and ate this morning. Yeah. Now, you know,
1: on the podcast, The Empty Bowl, they said they do not like the Monster Mash cereal. How do you feel about it? I feel that I don't particularly care for any of the Monster cereals. They're all pretty,
0: like, meh. Uh, Count mm. Chocula is probably the best one, but I don't like chocolate cereal that much. Um,. I found the Monster Mash cereal to be better than any of the individual Monster cereals that I've had. It's still not great, but it's not terrible.
2: The thi- The thing about it is, I think it's a coward's cereal. Because, <laughs> yes, by- because it should just be all the yes. different flavors
0: mixed together. Uh-huh. I agree
2: 100%. <laughs> I think that the fact that they picked and choosed and made some of the things just like neutral flavored friggin marshmallows coward cowards the yep. thing that's crazy Give me a cereal a a su- suicide I want all of the flavors in one mm. the thing that's crazy is all of the flavors
0: would kind of go together probably uh, it's okay. not crazy uh, <laughs> oh, wow.
1: I've i had fruit brute, and that cherry cereal doesn't even go in itself it's horrible <laughs>
0: Yeah, you'd have to you'd have to slow play the fruit brute, but the rest of them, I mean, all of them are wildly artificial flavors. But if you just tone down all of the
2: flavors a little bit, I think that they could go together. Mm. Did you know Count Chocula was the first chocolate flavored cereal? Well, that's pretty mm. good. And that Frankenberry, sense. which came out at the same time, was the first strawberry flavored cereal. That's not as impressive to me.
0: I was going to say, I think it's still the only <laughs> strawberry flavored <laughs> yeah. cereal.
2: Uh, Unless
1: you can't, like, health cereals that are like, we put strawberry yogurt on our wheat flakes. Mm. I think they
0: said on the empty bowl, and I agree, that what they could have done if they wanted to not be cowards but also make a good cereal would be to put, like, little chunks of actual chocolate or, like, Mm. chocolate-covered cherry pieces Mm. in there to be representative of Count Chocula and Fruit Root without the horrible artificialness of fruit brute taking over
2: oh here's something interesting the original fruit brute was fruit flavored cereal with lime marshmallows (laughs) and the new one is cherry flavored cereal with just marshmallows
0: Yeah, I think all the marshmallows now are unflavored. Yeah, just sugar flavored. Uh, The
2: original Yummy Mummy, instead of the new one, is orange cream with neutral marshmallows. The original was fruit cereal with vanilla marshmallows. That sounds pretty good, actually.
1: Fruit
0: fruit cereal is you can't. Yeah.
2: What does that mean? It's just fruit pectin and citric acid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's. I guess it's like Fruit Loops, where it's like this is unspecified
2: general fruit. <laughs> F-R-O-O-T yeah. flavor. The,
1: yeah. <laughs> the cheapest natural flavor is just like orange and lemon oil, and I think that's all Froot Loops is.
0: Yes, and I think that's what a lot of the monster cereals are also. Yeah. Yes.
1: yes.
2: Cap Chocula is just like uh tarot root or something. There's just no chocolate up in there. Chocolate
0: husks.
2: Chocolate cocoa bean leavings. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Cocoa Krispies is, is the best chocolate cereal, though.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that.
2: Think, what about uh, Oreo-Os? I,
1: I was going to say, I love Oreo-Os. Those don't quite feel like chocolate to me in the same way that, like, Cocoa Krispies do.
2: Mm.
0: I mean, if we're going to go, if we're going to abstract flavors out beyond straight chocolate, then probably Reese's Puffs is the best chocolate included cereal
2: the best chocolate adjacent chocolate inclusive
3: <laughs> yes
2: uh i wish i liked peanut butter because it seems like peanut butter and chocolate is a really good flavor combo that everyone can enjoy
1: it's true do you like almond butter and chocolate
2: uh i don't think i've ever had almond butter mm, you could yeah i could <laughs> i've i've yeah. become less and less uh uh disgusted by peanut butter over the years but i still don't like it but also like butterfinger i think is far enough away from peanut butter that i will bite into it and be like that's peanut that is a peanut butter flavored nougat
0: yeah (laughs) it's peanut buttery but it's not peanut butter
2: yeah it's simpsons flavored (laughs) (laughs)
3: yes (laughs) Uh. Uh, all right we should probably stop recording huh yeah i agree